I'm your host for the ESG Quick Takes podcast brought to you by ESG Book. In this episode, we talk about the product strategy behind sustainability data solutions. Also, given the controversies around ESG. Today, we have with us Angela Pablos. She is a product manager at Dow Jones and managing commercial and strategic aspects of Dow Jones newswires, content and data. Angela and our colleagues have been collaborating with ESG Book to create an ESG score that combines data from corporate sustainability reports with a news signal. And she's deeply involved in ESG, coming from the broader media landscape. Hi, Angela. Nice to have you with us. So Dow Jones is a well-known brand. We, we know the name. Many people know the name. But can you walk us through why Dow Jones is interested in ESG and sustainability as a data product, rather than just the news around it? Definitely. Um, And I'm glad you referred to us as a global media firm, because I think in the broader landscape of Dow Jones, many people think of the Dow Jones Index, which very much used to be a part of our business until we sold it over, you know, 10 or so years ago. And to jump into that media portion of it, um, we are made up of several, several brands. And many of the listeners might know us through the flagship Wall Street Journal, Maybe Barron's, Market Watch, Factiva, Financial News, one of my favorites, Dow Jones Newswires. And I say favorite because that's actually where I sit within the company. But as a whole, we provide trusted journalism, actionable news, and data to help people make decisions. And I think within Newswires itself, we carry that mission to serve specifically financial professionals. Um, however, in the other brands, uh, for example, Wall Street Journal, you know, we're looking at more of a consumer brand. So as a whole, um, globally, the media firm serves a variety of audiences and our whole aim is trust and transparency. So when I go back to your question about why are we interested in ESG, I think, you know, a main point to bring up is, well, we've been providing content for more than 130 years. So I guess why stop now? And I guess we could agree that it's a hugely talked about topic these days. There's a lot of noise out there. And with noise comes news. And that seems to be our specialty, right? So what we've seen in recent years is really a variety of scoring providers emerge, regulators, you know, company scandals out there in the news, different events. We're seeing climate goals change across the world and different missions really be be putting in place um, each and every day. So For us, alongside this news, as I mentioned, we're serving financial professionals, and I think we've really been listening to their needs and their interests, and a heightened interest of theirs has been ESG. So for us, we like to adapt really to our client needs and what's really going on across the world um, through a transparent lens. And for that being said, we really like to explore new areas of opportunities that open up and that enable our clients to make informed decisions. So with a huge, robust breadth of news, content, and data under our belt, we saw ESG and continue to see it as a really clear opportunity of growth for our clients um, and for our partners and just other businesses we work with. So given the many, many media assets that you have at Dow Jones, could you share the product discovery process that you had in creating a new ESG score? Sure. So I think, you know, it started off really with many, many conversations with a variety of firms because 
what we've really discovered uh, over the past several years is that as much as we were learning about ESG, so were our clients. And that really drove us to want to create a very flexible product. So what we were hearing was the original kind of base of data that clients were using was company disclosures. It was what companies were reporting about their different sustainability practices. And what we heard was they were really not always reliable. They were either slow moving and being produced, let's say, quarterly, maybe monthly, but mostly yearly. And they couldn't really rely on those stagnant sources as a means to create you know, value or to create models um, within their workflows. So we kept thinking and thinking and really landed on, okay, well, we are a media agency and what can we do here that is different? And so we talked about, okay, well, we have a lot of news. Is that useful? And so the first thing that came to mind is our timely delivery. And we thought if they're worried about, you know, slow moving data, how can we, how can we bring in fast data and updated data? So thinking about this further, we decided to tap in, as I was speaking of earlier, Factiva. And as I mentioned, this is a very, very um, robust database of different data, not only our proprietary news, but uh, sources from across the globe and from uh, vetted and licensed sources. So looking at that, we said, how can we connect companies being mentioned in the news to this more stagnant company data to, to give our users meaning? And this is really what led to the creation of our sustainability data set where we're taking both company disclosures and news from Factiva to give our users a daily updated score or newfound data piece um, to have them work within their day-to-day. Switching gears from the product to the clients that you seek to serve, there seem to be a large number of companies getting into the ESG data space and many asset managers or owners have their own approach in-house. What do you think? Will it stay messy for a while with many data providers, many ESG scores out there? Or are we starting to see some convergence and best practices emerge? Well, they absolutely are. And I do think that it will stay messy, even as standards emerge. And part of that being, you know, looking across the globe, different parts of the world are facing different challenges and therefore require different practices to achieve goals. And I think we can look at this similarly for asset managers, even financial advisors or quantitative investors, a lot of different professionals out there because they all have different goals, right? So it's hard to really unify this across the board. That's not to say that we aren't moving towards some form of standardization, which I think to a certain extent is necessary. But personally, on another hand, I do think we need this room to be creative because we're still in such an early stage of this whole movement. And I think it's really important to remember that ESG is one tool for decision-making. So, you know, some may argue that there isn't a direct relationship between return and ESG investing, at least in the short term. And, you know, that very well could be depending on the industry, but there's other factors that are involved. So I think what we kind of aim to do is think of this as an additional metric to measuring the overall profile of a company 
And with our offering here, our aim is really to remain as flexible as possible so that our users can take the data for what it is. It's unbiased, it's transparent, and plug that into their workflows where they need it. And when you say unbiased, obviously it's so important, right, that we can trust the data. Um, yeah, as a data provider, we're very, very aware of that. Can you expand on the issue of greenwashing more and, you know, thinking about the fact that we're oftentimes have to rely on company self-reported data so that the, the, the companies the, created the data sets themselves to some extent. Um, you know, an approach that Dow Jones is taking um, with that new signal integrated, how do you guys like, approach the issue of greenwashing and um, what is your overall strategy on that area? So, yeah, green be a big issue uh, for many and mostly because it's, it's misdirecting and misleading in a way, right? You know, a company can say they have recycling policies and go as far as advertising that. But then on the other hand, they might be selling products that are made with toxic and harmful ingredients. So it's kind of this hypocritical balance that we're noticing. And I think we can look at this at the same way with data. So a company might report one thing through their sustainability reports, but then do something entirely different. And I think going back to what I said earlier, when we first reached out to clients, uh, we heard this, right? We heard they couldn't really trust everything that the companies were saying we sort of needed more. And this is where that new signal comes in. So we apply news as a corrective factor. We still take into consideration what companies are reporting on one hand, but then we bring news in as this corrective factor. So as my example said earlier, you know, a company might be saying they have all these recycling policies in place and report that, but then the news might be showing, you know, in a couple of weeks, well, actually, you know, this company is being fined for improper recycling. So what we're trying to do here is balance out scores so that it's not only looking at company data or it's not only looking at news, it's sort of trying to correct what the company is saying through this unbiased lens. Reflecting on your own company, Dow Jones is part of a larger institution which has Fox News, but then also you guys have the Wall Street Journal. And I can imagine that sometimes you have different reporting or different conclusions between those organizations about the same sustainability topic. Very curious, how do you handle that internally? And how do you see this as part of the larger debate around ESG and the credibility of that? Well, when we started this conversation, I did say ESG is a hot topic, and I think it's not only a hot topic externally, but also internally, where a definition of ESG and sustainability doesn't even seem universal yet. So within a large firm, as you mentioned, with several different brands, I think we're still finding our path on how we can define ESG as a whole across our various different audience bases, um, where there's different use cases and different opinions. So, you know, I think this just brings up the point that disagreement isn't always a bad thing. And in the end, it will hopefully help us move forward. So I think as long as we keep operating under the same principles within our business of trust and continue to want to be the leading source of news and information for our clients, 
um, you know, we're setting ourselves up for success. And I think we're really excited as a whole to keep developing alongside our clients, partners, and other businesses uh, across the ESG landscape. Great. Thank you so much, Alva, for joining us on the podcast. We'll add links to the products that you talked about to the show notes. And uh, until next time. Thank you.